Hello, welcome to the Sister Exchange. We're so excited to be here with you again. This is Becca and Mary. Hi. <laughs> it's so fun to do this. I'm excited. Yes, we've got a lot of um, just really good things to talk about today and insight that we believe that Jesus is going to just help us um, just be able to grow in the areas mm-hmm. that we can grow in and, and applying the word specifically to every detail of our life. So, yeah, you know, this is our third one. It's only our third podcast. And it's funny because I kind of feel guilty that we haven't done more. Um, Dominic and Dion and Jeremiah, aren't they done with theirs? Or Dominic or Jeremiah and David are done with theirs. Like ours is going to be kind of like a pace, a slower pace. Why? Yeah, about once a month we're getting it because out there. we are busy. <laughs> yes, and that's what we're talking about that's today. What we're talking about today being in a hurry. It's not not such a good thing. Yeah, our culture. I think I think our culture just in general we're just a hurried culture. And recently we've been kind of talking to the whole to the Lord about that and learning about it and just kind of recognizing. I think self awareness is is really the key to growth. And, and being aware that you're so busy and hurried mm. all the time is like the first thing that you have to get to. Yeah, because it reflects, if if that is in your, just your everyday um, life and you're just hurry, 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 That's that reflects um, solically and spiritually mm-hmm. also. And how are you taking time, you know, right. in, in your spiritual life with Jesus and your walk with him? if we're in such a hurry all the time, it really goes hand in hand. Yeah. We're spirit, soul, and body. So it's definitely something we need to, to stop, put the brakes on and listen because people see it as heroic when you're just so busy. It is not heroic. It is a lie. Yeah, that is so true. If you ask anyone, how are you doing? How's it going? Especially in summertime in Ohio, I think we speed up to a ridiculous place, space or pace in summertime in Ohio slow down for a little bit until the holidays and then we speed up again and then we hit the brakes in January. But it's, it's crazy. It's like, we feel like we have to take advantage of every sunny day. And I, I get it. Like I want to be outside as well, but we cram so much that if you ask anyone how they're doing, it's like, Oh my gosh, we are so busy. We're so busy. We're so busy. I kind of like told myself this weekend that when someone asks me how I am, I'm going to say, well rested. That's, that's going to be my response and it's not going to be out of an attitude, but because I've chosen to make sure that I'm Mm. living a restful life. Oh, people are going to look at you like, Oh, can I do that? (laughs) Yes, you can. Can I do that? Please. I knew I would. Yes, for sure. That's like life goals. Well rested. And then, yeah, we can be so much better. Right. Jesus didn't live a hurried life. He no. just didn't. You can mm-hmm. read his story four times in the Bible. It's there, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And you never saw Jesus in a hurry. No. He, nope. No. His time. And he was he was actually well accomplished. He did everything the father told him to do. Yeah. He didn't miss one assignment. They had a walk, so. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have cars to, to get them place to place. So right. they really had to. You know, had to walk, didn't have like a grocery store to go, just go buy groceries. Mm-hmm. Like they actually had to handmade their hand, make their food. They had to go fishing, mm-hmm. you know, like think about that. What if you had to go catch your food for lunch today? Yeah. And then go get some wood to cook it. Yeah. That's all you do. 
right. live to eat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he had time to speak to all those people yeah. and to heal everyone that came to him. Like he still had time to do those things. So um, there's a scripture verse in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 that Jesus um, kind of offers us that rest. And I wanted to open up with that today. And then we're going to talk a little bit about how we can identify if we're in a hurry or if we're living a hurried life. And then, um, Becca, you're going to talk close to us about really how we're supposed to become Mary's and not Martha's. So mm-hmm. um, let me read that scripture verse. And it's in Matthew 28, 11, 28 through 30. It says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Put my yoke upon your shoulders. It might appear heavy at first, but it is perfectly fitted to your curves. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. When you are yoked to me, your weary souls will find rest, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Hmm. I love that. There's so much there. Mm-hmm. And that's the message version? version no, that's not the that's message not the version. Message. That's the voice version, I think. Oh, I love that. Um, it says it will fit to your curves. Yeah. So like he he literally is um, fitting it to you and who you mm-hmm. are. So he's, it sounds like, you know, the way it's it's written there, he's taken into account exactly what you need and yeah. who you are and how you need it. Your lifestyle, your personality. Mm-hmm. You know, to your curves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like there's a lot of people out there that just aren't contemplative people. They don't enjoy just sitting and thinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They like to do. They like to they like to be more active. And then there's other people that could sit on the couch with a book all day long. Yeah, and I would go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sit. I could do it for two hours. Then oh. I'm like, okay, you want to go yeah. for a walk? You want to go yeah. for a hike? You want to go for a bike ride? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I do. I like that. It says uh, it'll fit to your curves. That's cool. Do you want me to read it in the message Bible? Oh, no, that's okay. Okay. I just okay. notice those wordy, you know, when you get the wordy mm-hmm. versions. I didn't have that in front of me. So. Yeah. So Jesus was inviting us to join him in his lifestyle. I love this book that we've we've been getting some of these resources from is called The Restless, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, and it's by John Mark Comer. Um, and if you want to get that book, I would encourage you to read it. But what he talks about in that book is that we all agree and know that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And we don't have any problem with him being the truth and him being the life. But the way we always think about, well, it's the way we get to heaven, Mm -hmm. but could it possibly be the way you live life? Like, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he came and was an example for us. Basically, that's, you know, he while he lived on earth, he showed his disciples. He said, follow me yeah. as I follow my father. And so for us to follow him, how do we do that? We're following the way that he lived and, and what he did and how he responded and um, how he um, loved his, his father and just his lifestyle, complete yeah. lifestyle. And so that's definitely something that we should strive as Christians to, to follow the way that Mm -hmm. Jesus lived while he was here on earth. Yeah. And I think a lot of Christians, they want to do what Jesus did and we should, we should want to do what Jesus did, heal the sick, you know, deliver people that are, that are struggling with demonic, um, forces in their life and like bring salvation, you know, to groups of people. But can that happen without us adopting his lifestyle? I don't, 
really think so. I think we need to slow down and not be so focused on the cares of this world and really make room for following Jesus. Yeah. For we sure. want to add it to our busy schedule when it's we need to live from that. We need to live from that decision. Yeah. It's good. Anyways. We have to definitely be be ready and and focused. We have to keep our focus on him and and the way to do that is following after the way of Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's 10 identifiers um, from another book that I read. It's Sacred Rhythms, and and that's um, by Ruth Haley Barton. But the 10 identifiers to let us know we may be living a hurried life. And I thought we could go through that and maybe just share some of, of our experiences mm-hmm. with some of these things because yeah. I can identify with almost every single one of them. Mm, yep, for sure. Do you want me to read number one? Yes. <laughs> number one, irritability. I feel like that's definitely one of my traits often right there. So, but it says easily agitated, short, snippy, not with us, not, but not with us here at church, but always mm-hmm. looking at how you treat the ones closest to you. <laughs> Is that true so, or what? <laughs> oh, that's so true because it's so much easier to be kind to a stranger. Yep than it is to your family or the, yep. your friends or the people closest to you because you feel comfortable with them. And mm-hmm. so you're in a safe place and you know that they love you. So you can just lash out at them easy, you know, and lash out at your kids and take it out on them. But really the opposite is, yeah. is the way of Jesus. The way of Jesus would be not that you want to lash out on anybody, mm-hmm. but the ones closest to you should feel. Yeah. They the should get the best amount. of you. They should mm-hmm. get the best of you. And wow. Yep. How do you do that? Yeah, that's definitely, I mean, it's because you just don't have anything left. Mm -hmm. Throughout our day, we just empty, 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 empty ourselves without filling ourselves back up. So, you know, your husband walks downstairs in the morning and you're sitting on the couch and you're like, don't even look at me. (laughs) You know, and it comes out of nowhere because you just don't have enough Jesus Mm -hmm. in you. You just don't have enough time to sit in his presence. Yeah, or we base it on like, well, you didn't do this, this, and that, so mm-hmm. I can be irritable to you, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm. you know, That's can't do that do either. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Number two, hypersensitivity, easily offended, very little to make you mad or to set you off. Now, I probably wouldn't say that I'm that. My husband might disagree with me and my family might disagree with me. I'm open to that. But some people, yeah, like if you look at them wrong, they mm-hmm. like get offended. Like on edge. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we all have that. At times, once in a while, you know, yep. we all have it at times, maybe, yeah, some more than others. They're like ready for a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, obviously, that's a place of, of fear and yeah, anxiety and or pain. something and pain, mm-hmm. something that they're not, they're not, they're not given to Jesus, they're not giving that yoke right. to Him. Right. So it goes back to that like, take my yoke, it fits your curves, right? <laughs> it fits and if you we're perfectly. running around and not taking care of ourselves, mm-hmm. hypersensitivity can definitely happen. Um, number three, yeah, restlessness when you finally do get time to rest you can't you feel guilty like you should be doing something productive that's really hard definitely feel guilty about that yeah especially I think women probably have a little well that's not true I would say men probably have it in a different way like when you're trying to rest at home it's hard because you see all the stuff that needs to be done. The floor mm-hmm. needs to be cleaned. The baseboards need to be wiped down. That mm-hmm. load of laundry needs to be yeah. fixed, you know? My blinds, like, scream at me every day. <laughs> Clean me. Do you see how dusty I am? And I'm like, no, I just want to sit here and drink coffee and read my Bible. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, it, it's really hard for us as Westerners, I think, to just sit 
and relax. Yeah. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. Do you know when, um, when Troy, Pastor Troy, my husband, he went to South Africa, um, it was probably like 10 years ago now. Gosh, I can't remember. Um, but he went to, he went to visit and he went to like just different, um, ministry things there and traveled. But, but with a couple of days, he stayed with Rita McPherson mm-hmm. and she took him, you know, to kind of sightseeing her and her husband and they walked around and, um, he was like, I need some coffee. Can we get coffee? I just want to mm-hmm. stop and grab a cup of coffee. And, and she's <laughs> like, no, that it, we don't, we don't just take our coffee to go. We get our coffee and we sit mm-hmm. and we drink our coffee sitting down like a normal human being. <laughs> That's what she <laughs> called him. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. We don't no even know cups. what that means. Here. Yeah. Yeah. We've got drive throughs on every corner. And so just think about the calmness mm-hmm. and the refreshing and not to mention a lot of them on the, um, you know, that side of the country, they sit and they'll, they'll take um, their lunch breaks and they go to home and take a nap. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. And for us, we would feel so guilty if we stopped and took a nap in the middle of the day. Are you kidding me? Yeah. A lot of people do that. But that mm-hmm. is how, you know, how much more productive than your mind mm-hmm. is. You're well rested. Like oh, you yeah. said, you can go to people and say, I'm well rested. Yeah. I meant a lot of cultures do that. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people in America do No, not do no that. cultures <laughs> that actually see the, mm-hmm. the value in it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's, that's our body and that's maybe solically, but how much more could that apply to us? in our spirit, man. Yeah. And how that would help fit in. Yeah, for um, sure. I mean, if our body, soul, and spirit are all connected, you know, we, we don't understand how that all, um, affects each other, but they do. Mm-hmm. There's like biological proof that your hormones are affected. You know what I mean? When you're, when you're sad and when you're tired and it's all connected and we just have to be able to slow down enough to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Number four is compulsive overworking. One more hour at the office, one more email, one more project. You know, I have a really hard time with this because my calendar, I like put real estate in there. I put church stuff in there. I put grandkids in there. And if I have an open spot on my, on my calendar, I'm mm-hmm. like, what can I put in here? Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. I'm like, I don't ever just try to say, okay, I'm going to clean out my closet at home or I'm going to get something done or I'm just not going to do anything. Yeah. Like we all have to and be don't careful. feel guilty about it. Like, yeah. Feel like, wow, look, I won that compulsive. You should be feeling like I won because we actually have time. Right. <laughs> right. Or email email should turn, turn off at some point. Mm-hmm. Like we should not feel like we need yeah. to check email Turn off your notifications. Yeah. I don't, I don't have notifications on either. for most of my mm-hmm. things, probably my text messages, maybe because you know, my kids or mm-hmm. that, that kind of thing, but social media accounts and emails, I yep. do see the little red bubble, which can drive me insane sometimes. <laughs> so I can't look at that cause I can't have any red bubbles on my, on my, you know, Oh, device. my phone would drive you crazy. Oh, I can't. I'm famous it. for it. Do you know, want to know like how to many clear. emails I have? No, I, I, I'm let's gonna, just tell everybody. My skin will cry. My, my, my email, my general email box has 39,226. Ah, how do you live? Like, how do you live your life? And like my that? Gmail is 12,000. Isn't oh, that horrible? Do you want to know how many I have right now? Yeah. Three. Oh my gosh. That's Three. awesome. And two of them was because I didn't open them yet because I want to remember. Yeah. I had work. to let that go in my head. I just had to. I have like five different emails. It's all spam. I just had to let it go. So every day, twice a day, I look at my emails, make sure there's nothing on there that I need to give my attention to. And then mm-hmm. I move on because I can't spend that much time on it, but no, it would I know take it I would drive people crazy, but it's just how I deal with it. Everybody's got their different, <laughs> different bubbles. Yeah. 
You want to do number five? Um, number five, emotional numbness. Lose your capacity to feel. Maybe just anger and anxiety are left. They are always the ones left. But love, <laughs> compassion, joy, peace, contentment, even the ability to identify some of the negative ones, sadness, grief, and loss are lost in the busyness. Hmm. That's really sad. Emotional yeah. numbness. Because the ones that, that Jesus has for us are mm. joy and love and mm -hmm. peace and, you know, in the Holy Ghost. Like he wants us to have. Those are gifts from him. Yeah. And and we're allowing them to be robbed mm -hmm. from us. The busyness of life. We're allowing um, the world, to, the world's ways, the devil, the enemy to, to rob those from us. And so yeah. that's pretty serious. And then it, it is very serious. robs it from our loved ones and yeah. people around us that need to see the way of Jesus and yeah, us. that's true. And sadness, grief, and loss, like those aren't horrible emotions. They don't feel good, but they're necessary. Mm -hmm. Like it's necessary to feel those because it doesn't go away just because you refuse to feel it. Yeah. You know, you just push it down, mm -hmm. you push it down and then it comes out in other ways years later yeah. or in your children. I mean, that's stuff that we have to take seriously. Yeah. And the process, let allow the process of healing mm -hmm. to come through. Yeah. Through Jesus. Number six is escapist behaviors. I like this one. So those are the Netflix binges, right? Mm -hmm. The iPhone games, the alcohol, the drugs, the work sometimes. Anything that attempts, um, that we attempt to put in instead of those feelings, you know, to distract ourselves from the pain of being too tired or to take care of our souls. I know that sometimes I get so tired that I can't do anything. I can't read you know, I can't, I can't do anything that would help mm -hmm. me relax. I just literally have to be, have to be a zombie. And I just want to be brainless. Yeah. yeah. And that's a sign that you're doing too much. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that's a sign you're doing too much. So we watch these Netflix shows and I try to limit it, but do you know Virgin River? Have you yeah. watched Virgin mm -hmm. River? So that one is pretty clean. It's got a couple things we have to fast forward, but it's pretty clean. And, and they came out with a new season, but I kind of refuse to do the binge thing mm. because they, they're so, they're so tricky. They leave you in those moments where it's so easy just to sit there and let the next episode come on. Yeah. But then after you notice it, like you've been sitting in front of the TV for four hours Yeah. and then you're so exhausted the next day. I, I'm really like baffled that people have the time to do that. I know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've ever <laughs> watched a whole season, honestly, in one setting. I haven't either. I know that but I've watched a couple more than two episodes though. Yes. I probably have done that. And I think that's usually like when I think when Troy was out of town. So I'm just like, <laughs> cause he can't stand girly shows, but when I'm just like, Oh, I'm by myself, I'm going to watch a couple. And then I'm mm -hmm. like, Oh man, I need to go to bed. I'm being so irresponsible <laughs> right now. And so, you know, it's, but yeah, that definitely is not good. That's, no, it's escapist behavior. It's not mm -hmm. the same thing as rest. Nobody wakes up in the morning after watching eight hours of Netflix and goes, wow, I feel so rested. No, that no. doesn't happen. Mm -mm. They wake up and they feel like they got beat up by a truck or something. Yeah, And that's what your mind is thinking about too. Mm -hmm. Then whatever you just spent your time on, your mind is contemplating that yeah. it is getting in there like input output. So you have yeah. to be careful. Yeah. Even if it's not bad, it's just like, what am I, what am I thinking about all the time now? Right. Um, it's not giving you life. Mm -mm. It's all not right. there. Number seven, discontent. I think it's my turn, right? Yeah. Disconnected from our identity and calling. You lose track of who we are and what God has called us to do and what he has not called us to do. Even Jesus went back to the father for reassurance of who he was and what he was called and not called to do. 
Tyranny of the urgent runs our lives and purpose. Reactive, not proactive. That's that's really, yeah, that's good. Reactive mm-hmm. and not proactive. Sadly, that happens. We need to flip that around and be proactive and yeah. not reactive. Yeah, yeah, because we just run around um, taking care of anything that just gets thrown in our path mm-hmm. instead of saying, okay, what am I called to do today? How can I ske- rearrange my schedule? Mm-hmm. And decide what to do and what not to do yeah. in order to meet my purpose. The very reason I was born. Like yeah. most of us don't even have an opportunity to think about that. Yeah, so good. But it's our faults. You know, we all of us have the same amount of time mm-hmm. in a day. We yep. can wake up and we can go, okay, this day I'm going to choose to work on things that are added to my purpose or mm-hmm. add to my purpose, not the things that are, you know, waste of time. Yeah. I mean, it's all of our, our, our choices. Yeah. I've been being proactive and setting mm-hmm. that, that day up that way mm-hmm. and, and managing your time like for that purpose is, yeah, that's, that's the start to keep it. And I think, remember protected. we talked about identity and purpose. Yeah. I think that this is one of the main reasons why so many people have to come back over and over and over again to purpose. Like, what is my purpose? What is my identity? Mm-hmm. It's because we don't live near it at yeah. all we're so distracted it's like squirrel yeah run to the next thing squirrel we run to the next thing because yeah. we can't keep our mind fixed on on who jesus has called us to be right it's like all right i'll tell you again come mm-hmm. on i'll tell yeah. you again it's like i mean you have a if you've ever had children you're like you have to tell them the same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again until right. they get it and and a lot of times we're going we're going back to that you know but yeah and he's faithful he doesn't yep. mind but sure like is. we are, we are in our culture is a culture of consumerism and it tells us that we need to get the biggest and the baddest and the, you know, we need to get, keep growing and growing and growing and how much we own and what we want to do and all this other thing. And we're never going to be satisfied. Yeah. And they tell us we will, if you just go one more step further, you mm-hmm. know, one more trip, one more a little bit more square footage, a little bit more nicer car, you know, all that. Yeah. But Jesus is saying, okay, as soon as you really want to be satisfied, yeah. as soon as you really want to know who you are, come and sit on my lap. Mm-hmm. Learning to be content. It's crazy. Just there with him. Is it my turn? Yep. For number eight. Number eight, not able to attend to our basic human needs. This is another one that's probably I'm really bad at. Um, cause my house, honestly, I'm going to be really, really vulnerable here. <laughs> it's only clean when people are coming over. Isn't that horrible? I know I'm not the only one, but that's like hundred percent me. Like when people come over my house, I have to have it, make sure it's spotless, but when they're not coming over, like it's not that clean. Just let loose, throw your clothes <laughs> all over the floor <laughs> in my bedroom. Yeah. Cause well, I could just shut the door nobody or goes in my in closet, bedroom. right? <laughs> in my closet. It's just really bad, but exercise. You know, eating right. Mm -hmm. How many of us eat crap all day long? In a hurry, because we're in a hurry. We don't want to make healthy food. That definitely goes back to the proactive. Yeah, yeah, because plan your meals. mm -hmm. You've been doing that. You look amazing. Yeah, and it takes a lot of work, but then you feel better. Mm -hmm. You um, then you're you feel better. You're able to give who you are better Mm -hmm. to other people. More energy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're able to be just better all around. Like. You know, do you have to make your food more than like fast food anymore? Do you eat fast food I anymore? I rarely eat out. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. If I do, it's hard to find different places mm-hmm. that I do eat out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then usually 
even it's if like I protein do and choose vegetables, the right, huh? <laughs> yeah. And if I do choose the right things, my stomach still usually hurts the next day because wow. you're like, oh, bad oils, mm-hmm. something. Yeah, because you never know what exactly. Yeah, your body's not there. used to it. So yeah, Man. being then you're able to, um, you know, feel better. Right. So. Basic human needs, right? Like clean your refrigerator out, buy some groceries, plan your meals. Like mm-hmm. basic human needs, go to exercise. Sleep. Yeah, turn your turn the TV off and right. go to sleep. Right, turn the TV <laughs> off. Call the friend that gives you you know life in your soul. Mm-hmm. Make time for things that are important in the yeah. basic human needs. That's important. Definitely. Number nine, mm-hmm. hoarding energy. Avoid people who need stuff from us in order to reserve energy for ourselves. This is not a horrible thing, but when not being able to do this causes anxiety, you may have a problem. Mm. Yeah. So, so what they're saying there is like, if people are taking energy from Mm -hmm. you and you're not able to stop that from happening, it's causing you anxiety. Yeah. I think when, I think, yeah, when it's really about what the feeling is, because boundaries are important. Like you can't give to people all the time, 24 seven, you just can't. And you have to be able to say, okay, no, this is time that I'm just going to have being alone or just with my family, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's important or like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be taking phone calls, you know, really that's, I guess I shouldn't say you shouldn't be Adrian and I don't really take phone calls when we're together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we kind of protect that time. You want to give your attention to your husband. Yeah. So doing that shouldn't cause us anxiety, Mm -hmm. but when you have like a party that you need to go to, or you have somebody that wants to talk to you at church or something like that. And that causes you anxiety because you just don't have any more energy for them. Mm -hmm. It's probably because you're just giving too much generally. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And you can recognize that, that place and say, okay, I need to set aside Mm -hmm. maybe a time for this or in a different way. Yeah. Like how can I do this in a different way so that I can give my energy to this person or this situation, but not, causing anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Number 10. Number 10, I think is the biggest one. Um, slippage in our spiritual practices. Um, this is often to go first. And then this is instead of where we go first when we're tired, right? Prayer, silence, and solitude, practicing Sabbath, worship, going to church, you know, all these things that bring us strength and feed our souls. Busyness robs those places first. And then robs our souls more and more and more. I'm hearing of people that go, man, we need to go out. We, we need to, we need to have this fun and we need to have this relaxation. And what's the first thing that goes it's church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And guys, we only go to church once a week now for yeah. the most part. Most. We used to go to part. We used to go to church go Sunday morning two times a month. I don't I know. know what that is, but I know <laughs> Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. We mm-hmm. used that we used to be normal. Mm-hmm. And now like, Church well, is optional. Yeah. And, and the cool part, I mean, I remember our, our grandma, Vanna Sue, they, our kids call her Gigi. Um, I remember her saying as a little girl, the cops don't work on Sunday. And it's okay. Cause I think someone was referring to like speeding or something in the car. Mm. And I was like, is she serious? Like for a long time, I thought, really? But I think that that's made reference to, I'm sure they still worked, but a society that was shut down. 
Yeah, there was no alcohol ago. served on Sundays. No, like nothing was open on nope. Sundays. Nothing was open. You stayed home with your family. You went to church mm-hmm. and you stayed went home with your family. It was a family mm-hmm. day. It wasn't a, a day to go play baseball. It wasn't a day to have tournaments. It wasn't right. a day to go fishing. It wasn't, wasn't a day to go shopping. Yeah, or catch <laughs> up on work and go in for work. Like what? Right. It's so, it's, it's dangerous. Yeah. Like what are we teaching our kids? It is. It's very dangerous. Oh, and the reason why, it's not just about going to church, guys. It's about... It's about remembering the way God set up creation. Like he literally set it up before, even before the fall. Yeah. I mean, like he created for six days and then he rested. He rested and and he admired what he made. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's something inside of us that need, we need that. If he rested. Right. He did it for as as an example for Mm -hmm. us. And if he rested, why do we think we don't need it? Oh my gosh. We're no, we think we're the God of this universe, which really comes back to we're making ourselves a God. Yeah. Because if we think, oh, we don't need that. We don't need that. We did this. We can do that. I can rest later. I can rest later. I know. But, but it's not. Like I you're know. Not, you're not making yourself so healthy. So in 40 years, because that's a basically about how, you know, how long it's been since it's changed. Because mm-hmm. when we were children... There was no stores open on Sundays mm-hmm. when we were really young. Or they closed at like six or, or something. Or they closed at six mm-hmm. as we got at older. At least as we could drive, because mm-hmm. that's what I remember, the mall mm-hmm. or something like that. As mm-hmm. we got older, no alcohol was served on Sundays. Like, they're just what, we went to church multiple mm-hmm. times on Sundays. Like, nobody did anything to now where church literally is just an option for people. Like, it wasn't even, I remember as friends, like friends growing up, like it wasn't even a day to go over your friend's house Mm-mm. or your friend to come over. They're like, oh no, it's my family day. Mm-hmm. And that's so like, unheard yeah, it's of different now. now. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's, it's the rest. It's the busyness. I think mm-hmm. it is what we're talking about. Sabbath is something that we'll talk, we can talk about another time, but it is just the spiritual disciplines. Like how many days a week do you actually get an hour on the couch with Jesus? Uh-huh. Like silence and solitude. Like, yeah too many people don't have that ever. Mm-mm. And I know me and you pretty much are faithful to that because I don't think we could survive if we didn't have it. No, I wouldn't have anything to give anybody. No, I wouldn't. My family would not like me very much mm-hmm. unless, unless I spent time with Jesus. But, but that's, most people don't have that time, whether it's mm-hmm. because they have little kids or they have a demanding job. Um, yeah. But the it's hurry important. definitely hurts our walk with Jesus. And it is hard. Like I, I shared this a couple weeks ago. I think you have to literally fight for it. Mm-hmm. You have to fight for it because if you don't, you are, you're going to lose. You're going to suffer. Your family's going to suffer. Your children are going to suffer. The people that God has called you to are going to suffer. Um, and I said, I used an illustration. Like I literally think that, you know, I know that it's like, moms, you have to get up early and I know you're already tired, but trust me, that time with Jesus it mm-hmm. is refreshing for your soul. And I'm like, you get up earlier and then they get up. Yeah, do they, they do. they smell you? I think It's crazy. <laughs> I, think I got up do. early this morning, still didn't sleep good last night and was like, nope, setting this alarm, making sure I get up. Mm-hmm. And 15 minutes in, yeah. I hear, mom, where are you? You're awake. Mom. I can tell. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, it's so, I'm so quiet. How do I they know. know? But you, I just let him play though. He just, yeah. Yeah. Like, or as they get wait. older and <laughs> I used to do this with Dominic and Dion, like we did our silence and solitude time together. Yeah. And it's actually really amazing because they get to see 
mm-hmm. how to do it. They get to do it with you. They get to experience the Holy Spirit with you, and there's nothing yeah. better. I remember reading like little devotions at the table before breakfast, mm-hmm. or um, at breakfast before school, and a scripture verse would really mean a lot to me, and I would start crying, mm-hmm. and they would be like, "Mom, are you crying?" And it was just something that, that was so important for them to see. It was yeah. like the spirit of God moving in their mom. And mm-hmm. and I really believe that that had a lot to do with, you know, growing yeah. up and making it their own. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we grew up watching that. Yeah. Every morning we go down, we see mom rocking back and forth yeah. with her tissues and worshiping mm-hmm. and praying. And like, that was what we knew gave her life. Yeah. And it was an example to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah. Definitely. There was no hurry in the Bible. That's <laughs> so, mm. like, my question. Where was hurry in the Bible? Where did God, where did he hurry? Where did Jesus walk around hurrying? The, um, the woman at the well, like, yeah, he sat there and took time for her. That's true. They went, they went in to get food and he stayed there mm-hmm. and just, you know, started asking her questions. Like if we are, we're running around hurrying, like how many times are we missing mm. what, what Jesus, his way, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. he's, for us, but also for other people, like what hurry and love don't mix. Right. Oh my gosh. That's good. Yeah. We can't, we can't be in a hurry and then be loving. Have you ever felt loving when you're in a hurry? Oh my gosh. No. You're usually like beeping at the person in front of mm-hmm. you. There's no love in hurry. Get your shoes on. Yeah. I told you to get your shoes on. Yeah. Like it's just it's not, not a loving way. way to do that. Right. Mm-mm. And then, you know, we're teaching everybody else something. That's not definitely not of Jesus. And I know that um, I was talking to dad this last week and we're talking about like things that are killing Americans the most Mm -hmm. and probably everywhere. But we were specifically talking about Americans, but like stress and anxiety, Mm -hmm. stress and anxiety are killing people the most. And what is causing stress and anxiety Our busyness looking Mm -hmm. at our phones all the time that that our mind is like on this this perpetual, you know, go, go, go cycle. Mm hmm. And be, we've become so, you know, adapted to it that mm-hmm. it, we don't even know it. I know. Like turn your phone off. When I went on vacation um, a couple weeks ago, I said, you know what? I'm not going to be on any social media mm-hmm. the whole week. I turned, I didn't look at Facebook. I didn't look at Instagram, nothing at all the whole time. In the first few days I was like, yeah, like glitching. It I felt weird. like I had to stare mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, what? Blah, 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 blah. But after a few days I was like, oh. I know. It's crazy how good it feels. I feel so free right now. I missed a few birthdays, but I felt so free. Don't hold me accountable for Facebook birthdays. That's how, that's that's kind of my stance in life. (laughs) I felt so free. And so I'm not like doing it completely now, but I, Mm. I'm still trying to just stay with Mm -hmm. that as much as I can. And, and I feel less anxious. Yeah. Because I'm just like, la, la, la. You know, if people post something mean or say something mean, I would get anxiety about yeah. that. And mm-hmm. then I'm walking around anxious and I don't even know why. And I'm worried and I'm like, oh no, what's wrong with them? Like, yeah. you know, what's going on? Maybe I need to. And I'm like, I don't need to know. Like here, Jesus, right. I give it to you. Right. I did a huge thing um, with my phone a couple of weeks. Well, it's almost been a month now. So I was on my phone a lot during the night because I didn't sleep and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I would just be laying there and I thought, Mm -hmm. you know what, I'll just get on my phone, try to put myself back to sleep. Well, it's not that it didn't work because it actually did work. Like I would get tired and go back to sleep, but I was on my phone too much. You know, it was in Mm -hmm. our bedroom. Like it was just too much. My mind, I wasn't able to have clear, deep thoughts anymore mm-hmm. because I was on my phone too much. Yeah, your thoughts are everywhere. They're everywhere. It's too too much. Yeah, and because 
John Mark Comer in the book, he said, because infinity is in your hand. Mm. Like literally anything you want to know, anything you want to buy, anything you want to, you know, read about is in your hand and your brain, our brain can't handle that. No, that's not what, how God made us. It's not. We need to think about things and, and be calm and have a spirit of calm. Anyway, so I put my phone on my kitchen counter at eight eight o'clock every night and I don't pick it up until eight. AM. That's so awesome. That's why I didn't text you till after. I was like, she's not going to look at it anyways. <laughs> well, I'm not perfect all the time, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's, it works great. It yeah. works wonderfully. And I haven't really been on Facebook. I'm sorry. If you message me, I will see that because I do check my messages, mm-hmm. but like to the endless scrolling, like it's I'm just, kind of freed from it. I'm so thankful. Like I'm so, done. Yeah. It's just too much. It's too much. And then yeah, like so everybody much. that wants to post something should not like they don't deserve our attention. Mm-mm. Like our attention is reserved for the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of how I wanted to live my life. It's mm-hmm. like, I want my attention to be reserved for him. What the Holy Spirit wants to drop into my heart, mm-hmm. in my mind, in from his word, you know, instead of like, yeah, your mind is mad on Facebook. Have you ever played that game? Um, oh man, I can't think of it. I can't think of the name. Ah, but it's the, um, it's actually, they wear headphones Mm. and uh, something with noises I don't remember but it's a game and you have to the headphones are on and there's people in the the, the headphones like and then the person your partner is trying mm-hmm. to speak to you oh wow um it's gonna come to me but we need to find that game yeah that would be a great the, your partner's trying to speak to you and on that card they might be saying like potato chips potato <laughs> chips and you're trying to guess what they're saying as you're listening to blah, 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 oh, wow. blah, but that's literally that what we're such doing. A good example. Look yeah. what spiritually what we're doing. We're walking around trying to hear Jesus, and we've put all of this stuff in our mind. Our it's mind crazy. is filled with things. We're so anxious. We're we're so busy. We're so distracted. Squirrel. Duh, duh, yeah. blah, blah. And and Jesus is like, hey, hey, I love you. Come here. I just want to be with right. you. Or hey, you see your kid over there? They need you. Or look, there's that person over there that that really just needs a hug today. Or I'm trying to pour something into your life, and right. we're like. And we can't hear anything. That's crazy. And so I think that, that is such a good example. Yeah. Being able to just um, sit at his feet. Mm-hmm. Like how do we, we were talking about it, you know, before we got on, how do we be a Mary and not a Martha? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to read Luke 10? Yeah. Maybe? Read that. Read that. Um, okay. So Luke 10, 38, and I'm going to, well, actually I'm going to start at 39. She had a sister named Mary who seated herself at the Lord's feet and was continually listening to to his teaching. Verse 40, but Martha was very busy and distracted with all of our serving responsibilities. And she approached him and said, Lord, is it of no concern to you that my sister has left me to do the serving alone? Tell her to help me and do her part. Verse 41, the Lord replied to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered and anxious about so many things. 42, but only one thing necessary for Mary has chosen the good part, that which is to her advantage, which will not be taken from her. I love that. But mm-hmm. only the one thing is necessary. Yeah. She chose the good part. She chose the good part. Mm-hmm. I love the one, the sentence before that, when Jesus said, you are worried about so many things. Yeah. What are the so many things in our life? Yeah. Bothered like, and anxious. Yeah. Like anxiety is fear. It's horrible. That's that's what anxiety comes mm-hmm. from. It's a root of fear. That's true. And fear is the opposite of God, which it's is love. love. The word yeah. of God is love. And so you are 
actually being the opposite of what God has poured into you. Right. Right. When we're walking in anxiety. So it's very, um, most of our anxiety comes from wanting to buy too much. Let's just mm -hmm. be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's like, Oh my gosh, I got to work. I got to work. I got to work. Do you, do you really have to work Mm -hmm. that much? Do you really need all that stuff? Yeah. Learn to be content. You know what I mean? It's a lot there. There's a lot there. There's so much peace. Just learning his way. Yeah. It's just so much peace. Choose the good part. Choose the one thing. I love that. The good part. How can we slow our life down to choose the one thing? I think that's the question I think we could leave with everybody, you know? And I think that, that, um, which number seven was that without being proactive Mm -hmm. and not reactive. Mm -hmm. Like you have to purpose, purpose it in Mm -hmm. your mind. You have to fight for it. Yeah. You know, soldiers don't get second Timothy talked about, don't get entangled in, in this, in this world, we're yeah. soldiers. Like we can't get entangled in the affairs of this life. Yeah. And it's a constant battle. It is. Constant. You have to be aware of it and, yeah. and pulling that down. I think for women, um, we've been told that we're limitless, mm-hmm. you know, like we can work and we can be moms and we can do this and we can do that and we can do it all weighing, you know, the size of a model and look, look and look great and have beautiful hair and dress nice and all of it. Like we're limitless. Right. Mm-hmm. But we're not but we're no. really not limitless. We need to know what our limits are and we need to know to say no. Yeah. You know, I think that that's something that I've learned personally in the last few months and it's mm-hmm. it's really changed my life. Yeah. Like I have limits. Yeah, and you feel better and healthier mm-hmm. and rested. Yeah. How well are you today? Rested. I'm well rested. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to say that tomorrow. I know. But tomorrow <laughs> cuz I'm tired today. You didn't sleep well today. But it's not you're busy. Right? No, I like, just like woke up. it's it's okay to be tired because you can always go home and take a nap. Yeah, yeah. You know, noon is coming. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, Absolutely. thank you. This was good. I love yeah, Mary and Martha. Mm-hmm. I always want to be the Mary, even though that I is know. my name. Poor Martha. <laughs> Martha, Martha. I know. You know, she's a hard worker though. <laughs> Doesn't mean we can't work, but just choosing that rest, that day of rest, following his way. Mm-hmm. So let's definitely try to work on that. Get with Jesus, get with Holy Spirit and ask him to show you exactly what that looks like in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's a process. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen overnight. No, for Be sure. Be committed to do this for the rest of your life. Yep. Every Choosing day, one go thing. sit down mm-hmm. at his feet and choose the one thing, the good part. Yep. Definitely. Well, we just pray that you have a great week mm-hmm. and um, just being with Jesus and don't hurry. Don't be in a hurry. <laughs> Amen. Yes. <laughs> All right. right. We will see See you you next time.